This is Teresa from Santosha Yoga. I'm Cindy Chase. And I'm Penny Carroll. Welcome, Welcome to, to Mindful, Mindful Moments. Moments. Hey guys. Hey, how are you? Hi, Penny. Welcome back. <laughs> Good to be here. <laughs> Happy um, podcast day. Happy podcast day, yes. I was blocked that went off on my calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked a couple weeks ago about bringing up this topic, um, but there's been some kind of some heavy stuff happening in the yoga world lately, and I mean, over the last couple of years, and maybe it's time we address it, just in, maybe in a way for us to talk about it like I don't know that we've really talked in depth about the um, sexual assault and the sexual violence um, and the victims and uh, everything that's been happening in the yoga world mm-hmm. yeah in the world in general you know right yeah right because the yoga world is that microcosm it's mm-hmm. just a small part of the rest of the world so if we know that rape and things are happening in the rest of the world of course it's going to be happening in the yoga world um, yeah. we might turn a turn some blinders on because of a lot of different things, um, spiritual bypassing, um, thinking that gurus are above, above above human behavior. Yeah. So let's see if we can tiptoe around this in a way that makes us uh, explain what's happening and then talk about maybe Santosha and, and what we're doing here. It's This is a delicate subject. And before we turned on the recording, we had a little mini, you know, <laughs> mini podcast on recorded just to try, you know, how do we do this delicately? Mm-hmm. How do we do this respectfully? Um, respecting the victims. Um, but then again, making it, it to the point where, you know, there's all this Me Too movement in, in um, the, you know, the movie industry and there's Me Too movement in everywhere else. But you know what, guys? Unfortunately, there's a Me Too movement in the yoga community that, as Penny said, because of you know, spirituality and, and all the yamas and yamas, a lot of people, unfortunately, and na- naively don't realize that, yeah, people, it's going on. Yeah, that's, that's very on. true. And it is really sensitive. And like you said, you know, we have to listen to the stories and listen to the stories as objectively as we can, mm-hmm. you know, and understand that, you know, he said, she said, you know, or she said, she said, or he said, he said, you know, whatever it is. But, and be very conscientious about jumping to a particular conclusion about something and the strength it again the strength it must take for anyone mm-hmm. to come forth and share this mm-hmm. this 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 tragedy mm-hmm. in their life I can only imagine yeah. I can only imagine thinking about what to talk to about in this podcast brought me back to a situation and it was not a sexual situation by any means but we had just opened up the first space, our new, the new studio. And I remember we had, and I was a new kid on the block, right? So I remember getting a teacher in who was nationally known, and she came into a workshop at Santosha. And she was doing, I, I, think it, I think it was an alignment workshop, I don't remember. But I remember she was demoing, and, and that's when, you know, extreme adjustments were more or less still acceptable and we're going to talk about that a little bit later physical adjustments she had me go into saddle pose which where is a pose where you kind of sit back on your heels mm-hmm. and then i went to full saddle what you do is you kind of keep the knees together you spread the heels and then i laid down all the way onto my back so what she proceeded to do was stand on my thighs 
Mm, mm, oh my gosh. Oh, geez, the weeds. <laughs> and I remember in my body, thank goodness, was mm -hmm. accepting of it, but I remember the Teresa at the time, my ego was like, look at me, kids. She picked me, new studio owner. Look, she's standing on my thighs. Mm -hmm. And now I look back at it and I go, Teresa, what the hell were you thinking mm -hmm. letting this woman stand on your thighs, her full weight? Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> that brought me to our discussion today. That's the same thing I think that happens with students who get caught into this with their teacher, their guru. Mm -hmm. It's the ego or for the fear of saying no to your teacher, mm -hmm. your guru. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a power mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And you get to a point where if you're a student, you, you don't really have, you don't have the same power as no. the teacher. The, the no. teacher is supposed to be leading and guiding right. and, and defining the characteristics of the classroom. And as a student, you're trusting and going along with that. Yeah, I mean, and you don't, you know, I mean, we've all been in a situation, you know, none of us are, you know, young-ish anymore, we're all over over a certain age, but, you know, you, you do, you you become in awe of teachers, mm -hmm. I mean, I've done that, I've been in classes, especially when I was early in my yoga, you know, you know practice, you're in, and they're just, they're so great, and every word they say is just like flowers coming out of their mouth, and you just want to capture them all, and if they do pay attention to you, like Teresa said, you just enamored, you mm -hmm. know, and you just think, wow, so they would never do anything inappropriate. They wouldn't take advantage mm -hmm. of this. You know, they just want what's good for everyone. And, you know, that's, it's naive on our part and, and it's, you know, taking advantage on their part if they do cross that line, you know, but I don't know. I would not let a teacher stand on my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Nor would I. Nor would I. But again, my, it was just, mm -hmm. uh, my ego was, it was like, you know what? <gasps> The cool kids mm -hmm. invited me at their lunch table. Yeah. I was so excited mm -hmm. and never gave a second thought about my body. Mm -hmm. And again, totally non-sexual, mm -hmm. totally. Yeah. But it was like, Teresa, what's the hell, you know, what the hell's the matter with yeah. you? Now I say that. Yeah. But I can kind of see where people, unfortunately, it's mostly women, mm -hmm. get caught in a situation with, and unfortunately, it's usually male, mm -hmm. teacher, authority figure where they get themselves in this position. I don't know if I like that phrase, get themselves. Help me with that. I don't like it. It's, find themselves. But thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Find themselves in this situation. Because this, yeah, it's not necessarily anything the student's doing. Right. I, thank you for correcting me because I don't, I didn't care for that. But it's like, and there's this person of power because mm -hmm. power, people with power get nuts, man. Sometimes, yeah, they sometimes get bonkers they sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they do. You know, I think we here at Santosha, we've always, it's always been a big part of our teacher trainings and it's been a big part of our um, learning and, you know, setting those boundaries. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. Teresa, as the director of studios, always been very clear about what's acceptable behavior and what's not acceptable behavior. You know, I, I appreciate that, that you were very clear about certain things. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, maybe some other studios don't have, you know, same guidelines. I mean, I remember when we took teacher training, I mean, it was very, you know, you were very specific about what's, you know, this, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And we all signed contracts just as teacher trainees. Mm -hmm. I don't know, do you still do that with your teacher the trainees? trainees? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you know, this behavior is acceptable, this behavior is not acceptable. And, you know, again, I don't know, again, it's people in power. And it just, I think, and again, please correct me, ladies. Um, 
we, for some reason, have never had a male teacher at Santosha. As mm-hmm. much as I've tried to get male teachers in here, we haven't had mm-hmm. it. And part of the reason, I think, is some of them have some crazy big egos. Mm-hmm. And I'm, we're a bunch of strong women here, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm grateful that we have a strong female group. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm opposed to having a man. It's just the ones I've talked to, it's like, I know, I, know you, I know you're here for the ego. Part of it is here for the ego, and I can't mm-hmm. deal with that. I don't do drama queens, or I do drama kings. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that a female teacher wouldn't be the same way. And it, I, I think what's cool about this, first of all, you at Santosha, you are way involved with your business. Mm-hmm. I've worked in studios where the business owner is never even there, and okay. the teachers are just coming and going. So mm-hmm. the boundaries are different for each class because that's just what the teacher brings in with them. So we, Cindy and I, have a really strong background with boundaries mm-hmm. being very important in our practice, yes, in are. our lives. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and maybe some other teachers don't have that and aren't bringing True. that in. True. So females could be too. But I think um, what I wanted to say was, if one of us here at Santosha was kind of getting to guru status, and, and we're all very energetic women and have different characteristics, charisma, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think that you follow hey, that student's kind of getting a little close to you, mm-hmm. or are they bothering you, mm-hmm. or is it too much? Or, hey, you might need to back up and make some space between you and that student, you know, keep that boundary, that student-teacher mm-hmm. boundary there, mm-hmm. and not cross that line. Actually, it happened a while back, and, um, oh, God, delicate. I'm just trying to be delicate here. It was a situation where I felt the 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 male student was hugging the female student before after class a little bit too long and the the this teacher and I talked afterwards and I said are you uncomfortable with this and then she says well you know I'll handle it and she did and it moral it's it stopped mm-hmm. but it's it's you have to I don't mind losing one or two students or 10 students if it benefits the group as a sangha, as a community. Sure. Right. And right. I'm, not af- I'm not afraid to yeah. speak my yeah. mind. I mean, you know, you're, you're here to create a safe space. Correct. You know, this is, you know, we talked about this today, you know, mm-hmm. a, a safe space. And if someone's not feeling safe, right. you don't, you, that has to be addressed. And Penny, just to, to back up a couple of comments, Penny brought up a good, Penny always helps me come back, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. <laughs> That's why I love her. But, you know, yes, has there been female teachers here with crazy egos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they still here? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not, every studio is different, but that's not what yoga is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. And when I hear these stories of impropriety or, or sexual abuse, of other places or studios, it's like I'm blown away. Mm-hmm. It's like, hello, what happened to the yamas and the yamas? Mm-hmm. Did I miss Brahmacharya somewhere? Did someone <laughs> did someone skip that out of the out of the the niyamas? Yeah. Right. And, and several, you know, big names. Ugh. Yeah. That yeah. have specific yoga brands. I know we talked about um, not stating the names for a couple of different reasons. Sure. Um, one of which we don't want to, you know, we don't want to advertise for them. Anymore. No, exactly. Yeah. We don't want to so say their names. There are some great big names, and there's there's a name out there that actually um, t- 
touted his celibacy yeah while he's forcing himself on on his students or his the trains. other one that was saying he was celibate and he was married oh mm. remember him mm -hmm. yes so. <laughs> like hmm. hmm so i just feel like maybe that um the can's been open, the worms are crawling yep. out, yeah. and, and it is important that we talk about it, that yes. we don't sweep it under the rug right, and right. pretend like it's not happening in right. our community. Right. Right. Because if it's happening in other places, it could happen here. Mm -hmm. And if it is happening here, I think it's important for the, the students to either reach out to us mm -hmm. so that we can help them, mm -hmm. right. or you know, to go to the proper authorities right. for that. Right. There is a book that one of my teacher, again, I my, my teachings come from all different Places in uh, April. April, who now lives on the West Coast, she brought me this book during teacher training. It's by Donna Farhai, and the name of the book is Teaching Yoga. And now, every class I teach, this is their parting gift. This is what I give them at, decorate, uh, at graduation. And it has it has everything about boundaries mm -hmm. and, and space and practicing the yamas and the yamas. And it's, it's people just I mean, again, she talks about um, healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. She talks about um, how we communicate with our students. What are we saying? How are we saying it? How, yes. we, how are they interpreting it? Um, talks about the teacher, the social, personal, sexual needs of the teacher. I mean, you have to be careful. You have to be careful how you socialize mm -hmm. with the students after class. Mm -hmm. You do? Outside. I mean, I do it occasionally. I'll be honest with you. I mm -hmm. do it. I knew, I think Penny and I, we talked about this the mm -hmm. other day. Mm -hmm. I do it occasionally, but it's it's like when I used to work, when I was an office manager, I never went to lunch with the girls because one day I was going to have to fire one of them. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. I, I, I didn't do this with them because I had to keep that, I had to keep that wall mm -hmm. or that, a boundary sure right mm -hmm. but on the same note taking that same vein of conversation is we aren't here what's the difference between a teacher a guru a mentor a master what's the difference between all those in your opinions what's a teacher what's a mentor a guru master i think i think the lines are kind of blurred yes. but there are different kind of levels mm -hmm. do you to me a teacher is a teacher is leading a class. Leading a class or mm -hmm. leading a group, a sangha. A mentor is someone where you can go to to help to, hey, I need help with this or mm -hmm. my flow or I've got a, t a student that's, I need, right. Some more personal one-on-one. -on -one. Correct. And then when you get to that guru status and that master, to me, that's taking and putting that person on a pedestal. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. And then once mm -hmm. you put them on that pedestal, mm -hmm. They can stand on your thoughts, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And one one teacher training years ago, and they they meant it as a joke, but they came into class one day and they, they called me Guru G, mm -hmm. and I I literally lost it. I said, please don't do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please don't put me on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. I'm no, and I tell I we tell all our students mm -hmm. we're not better than you, nope. but we're not worse. We're all level. Mm -hmm. Teaching Shanti Pot. We're all here for the same cause. Mm -hmm. And I think when teachers get to that master, that guru, why do people come to yoga? Well, there's so many reasons why they come. Sure. Physical, physical, sure. well, the physical, you know, a lot of people start with the physical. You know, they want to, or, <laughs> it's curse like curse, but they come because they're broken. Okay. Something's wrong. They're missing something in their life. 
Yeah. A lot of a lot of it's that, yeah. And then what happens when the teacher becomes the master, the guru? Yeah, they they, get, they become enamored of the thing. Right. You know, you're helping fix me. Yeah. Type of a thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anything you say. Yep. Yeah. It, it's like the whole um, the whole gy- the whole the whole thing with the gymnast. Oh, right. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Is this appropriate? I don't know. Maybe it is appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're gonna the physical adjustments. Some of these these teachers with their very 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 inappropriate physical mm-hmm. adjustments mm-hmm. to female teachers and or students, and it's like, what? Yeah. You know, but he's well, you know they're the master, they're the guru. This must be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. Right, and how do you walk out in the middle of the class if? It's your guru that's leading and right. your best friends that are next to you. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, some of the things that we are doing here at Santosha do include kind of backing off on hands on adjustments. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really have in the last couple of years. Yes, I have. Especially. And it was interesting to talk to you guys yeah. to know that you are yeah. as well. Yeah, it's, it's very. Yeah, I used to, when I first started teaching, you know, because it's a big part of learning how to teach yoga is understanding, you know, the way people's body works and things like that. But um, maybe, you know, again, with age or just experience, it's, um, you know, letting people kind of find their poses on their own. And, you know, in light of what's come out in the last couple of years in the community and in the world, I just, I don't ever want anybody to think I'm being inappropriate with them, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, you know, and I, you know, I read, I think it was Sean Korn's first book that she wrote, and she realized at some point the student had become very enamored of her, and she didn't, she couldn't figure out what exactly it was that she was doing, and then she did an adjustment on a female student the same way she did it on a male student, and realized that just the way she had placed her hands and wasn't using the palms of her hands, but her fingertips, uh. and she was moving him, it became sensual mm-hmm. and sexual. Mm-hmm. She did not mean it at all. She said, I did not mean for this to happen at all. She says, but in that one moment, I realized you have to be very aware, you know, when you're helping someone or you're directing, you know, like we said about, we become, you know, like in awe of them and say, well, obviously if she's doing this, this is, must be what she means. And, you know, and it wasn't. And she, you know, profusely apologized to the student. She said, I'm so sorry because, you know, he became, you know, he started to become very attracted. And she said, I, she said, I had to really apologize mm-hmm. and say, I did not mean to do that at all. And that to me, I think when I read her book a couple of years ago, that's when it kind of clicked. I thought, okay, you know, I have to be very aware of where I'm placing my hands on my students. I just, I don't ever want anybody to think I'm being inappropriate. Right. Because we're taught in teacher training mm-hmm. how to adjust. Yeah. And it can be very exciting mm-hmm. to do that, especially um, when you enjoy an adjustment yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple of years after my teacher training here, I took some other training and they were discussing, um, well, ask, mm-hmm. ask first. Mm-hmm. So before you put your hands on somebody to say, hey, can I adjust you? Mm-hmm. Which is a practice that I still do. But at the same time, then a couple of years later learning, <laughs> well, even then is kind of a position of power. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm asking, can I adjust you? Is the student comfortable enough to say, right. oh, heck no, don't put yeah. your hands on my body. Today. Right. Yeah. Say, no, thanks. Not, yeah. yeah I, no, thanks. I don't know that I've ever had a student say, no, thanks for shaking me off. And I, I know mm-hmm. there has to be people that are uncomfortable with sure. it. Sure. And so because of that, I've just kind of like mm-hmm. dropped it all together. If I can't get them there with words, 
then we're going to move on. Right. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I think, and that's really important. I think Teresa's probably changed her teacher training program Definitely. to where verbal cues have become right. so, so important, you know, even, you know, or, or, you know, demonstration, you know, if you're doing something that you, you're kind of figuring that nobody's understanding what I'm trying to say, because sometimes we just can't articulate properly. Okay, everybody stop. Let me show you what we're trying right. to do here, as opposed to, you know, putting our hands on people. What I've done is we're, our schools are what Yoga Alliance accredited, which means we're supposed to follow a certain, which we do, I not suppose. We, do, <laughs> hello. we follow the guidelines that are required by Yoga Alliance. Mm-hmm. And part of the requirements is the teacher trainees are supposed to come with me in a class and help assist me. Mm-hmm. Well, that has shifted to shadowing me. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I, don't, I, I come right out and tell them, we're not, you're going to shadow me. You're going to see what I'm seeing as far as what where are my verbal cues coming from for Sally. So you're going to shadow me to see what I see when I see a student. Mm-hmm. And I told them, you know, physical adjustments, first of all, you guys are brand spanking new and I'm going to let you prep somebody. Right. <laughs> you know, and even as myself, so my, my teaching, my teacher training has shifted. Mm-hmm. Because of the physical adjustments and because of sexual misconduct, mm-hmm. I told the guys in the class, "You're screwed. I, I don't know what to tell you. Don't don't touch anybody. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. touch anybody." Mm-hmm. And but my teaching has definitely changed. Mm-hmm. Well, I still occasionally do it, yeah, mm-hmm. but nowhere near. And then I do, I do, I come up to them first and said, I ask them, "Is that okay?" And then afterwards, I say, "Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Is this okay?" And some. Again, maybe I need to entirely stop doing that altogether. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel that because, I, I see what you're saying because I, I felt it as well sometimes. And then I think, but a lot of times, you know, it's, I don't adjust, like I'm not going to adjust people's backs anymore. I'm not going to encourage them into a fold. I don't do any of that. Correct. Um, I will do something very gentle as much as if, you know, they're in extended triangle pose. I will take, you know, just maybe just kind of turn their palm out. Right. You know, right, something right. very, very gentle like Subtle. that. I'm not going to, you know, in somebody's hip area, I'm not going to adjust anybody. You know, I mean, in some of the stuff that we've seen, you know, that's come into light when you've seen these teachers who have taken advantage of their students, you're like, wow, that is so invasive. So, so invasive. There's a video out there, and again, I'm not going to name names to, to advertise them, but there's a video of a teacher, and he was in a workshop, and he asked a student for something, and she, the student said, no, you're making me uncomfortable. Well, it opened up a whole dialogue with the workshop group about asking and permission and, and some of some of his um, adjustments to me were inappropriate mm-hmm. it was all shot in a video mm-hmm. and he the, t- the 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 teacher the, the lead teacher kept on saying well the, the the students were and they were all female students and yeah. he was male and the 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 male teacher kept on saying when every time someone had a comment he goes well I don't ask beforehand or I don't do this or that's not the way I do it or that's and he what well, does that does that make it right? Right. And look where it got you. Mm-hmm. Totally wasn't listening. No, 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 no. And I mean, it was an opportunity for him to say, hey. I mean, all of us here, we've, we've all stepped back. Oh, yeah. And saying, whoa, we need to, re, we need to reconfigure mm-hmm. how we think and how we feel and how we approach our students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we want them to be safe here. Right. We want them to be safe in this environment, in, this, in these walls, and, you know, um, 
And you know, we and with that, we don't know what kind of trauma somebody's coming into a classroom with. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's really very important. And you know, if it could be something, again, even as just touching their, you know, their hand, which again, just learning, you know, from the workshops that Penny's done and things like that. that. Was a, yes. Um, the trauma informed yoga. You don't know what someone else is bringing to their mat with them. Right. And did you guys know that, um, Teresa? You might know this because. Aren't you a hairdresser in a former life? I was. So um, <laughs> is hairdresser the right word? Because I think you prefer something else now. Well, because of my age, hairdresser's okay. Today it's stylist, I think. When, the, when they're in school now, and I think they're required every couple of years um, to go to um, some sort of identifying uh, sexual, sexual trafficked people, because a woman is still going to go get her hair done. Sure. And so they have to now, they're required to have special training to identify and give opportunities um, for those women to, or, or their clients to particularly like, you know, identify something that they might be walking in with and, hey, are you okay? Can I, can I help you with anything? Mm -hmm. And now massage therapists are having to go through that too, like every three years in their CEUs yeah. to identify mostly for those sexually sexual trafficked is that the right thing yes sex trafficked people yeah. um so i think it's kind of a good thing that we we talk about this and yeah. maybe we'll talk about it with the teachers too that oh that's a good idea you know okay. this is something that we can this is something that we can do so that we can be a little smarter about the people that are walking in here not right that, not that we can fix everything no. but we can certainly support and yes and um, be smarter about how we ID things. Right. You. I mean, you. Just being more aware. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Knowledge is power, and it's observation and awareness is power. Mm -hmm. I mean, look mm -hmm. at your students. Don't just yes. don't be up there doing performing. You're yes. not supposed to be performing. You're supposed to be walking around, paying attention to your students. What are their facial expressions? What's their breath like? You know, coming into child's pose. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to your students. Mm -hmm. Read the students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look at them. Look at look at your students. Right. You know, and see how they're moving around. I mean, if it's again showing up, showing up for your class. Yeah, just... and, and class begins well before <laughs> well before the you... music starts. Yeah, yes, it does. You know, as you're watching people walk in, you know, you can see. You know, what are they bringing in? Do they look like they've, you know, I mean, I've done that. I've, you know, had students come in and like, hey, how was your day? And sometimes it's shitty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, hey, do you want to talk about something before class? And, you know, one of them was like, yeah, I would love to. We went into a massage room and she just needed somewhere safe to just vent some crappy stuff that was going on at work. And, you know, she felt safe enough. And I, you know, and afterward, you know, she said, can I, can I hug? And I said, yes. You know, and she asked me, she says, can I have a hug? And I said, yes. And we had a hug. And she said, thank you so much. She said, I just needed a safe place to just yeah, get that off my chest. And that was the yoga for the day. You know, that's the other thing, too. It brings up the scope of practice. Mm -hmm. Okay, I used to work for a chiropractor in another life. I have, mm -hmm. have had many yep. reincarnations. I worked for a chiropractor. The scope of practice for chiropractic is you adjust only the spine. No other limbs, extremities, whatever, the spine. Some teachers, yoga teachers, have have forgotten what the scope of their practice of their teaching is they're not massage therapists they're not doctors they're not physical therapists we're yes do we wear different hats but here at santosha we we respect those lines mm -hmm. of like someone will, just recently someone said to me um sent me an email a bunch of baloney going on in her life and I've known this gal since literally birth, since birth. It changed her diapers. 
and she's a woman with with kids now this is going on can you can can I come and talk to you and I said of course you can and then she goes I need you to tell me if you think I need professional help mm. and I said the <laughs> fact that you just asked me that you already know you yeah. do yeah you answered my question so if there's something that's out of my scope of practice I'll say hey have you know your shoulder have you checked in with your doctor or your chiropractor hey do you I always do you have insurance that covers therapy or or counseling maybe you need to go seek some help mm -hmm. I I can't that's not my scope of practice we don't put ourselves above no we, we, we don't no. and I think this is where a lot of these teachers get it's like more power more power mm -hmm. more power oh I'm up here mm -hmm. I'm immune to anything mm -hmm. I can get away with it because I can get away with it and it's like remember that um that story, the emperor in his new clothes. Mm -hmm. See, I'm telling a story, Betty. <laughs> I'm telling a story. But it's, it's you know, the emperor had all this, you know, wealth and money and beautiful clothes and yada, yada, yada. And if, and he had so much. It's like, how do you make this guy even more happier when he has so much? And a tailor came in and basically sewed nothing. And the bottom line is, the king is naked. Mm -hmm. But everybody around him is going, ooh. Beautiful, you're beautiful. No one wants to say to this. Nobody wants to tell to say to this emperor, and he He's walks through. He walks through the village nude, and everyone's going. And finally, what is a little kid or something goes? The emperor ain't got no clothes on. <laughs> so we're all, we're, we're all. We can see this stuff. We need to say we the, have to. We emperor doesn't have any clothes on. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say it. Yeah, it needs to be brought to the forefront. Yeah. It's just been so difficult to listen to podcasts and read news stories about these teachers who've fallen from grace, I guess is a way to say it, mm -hmm. these gurus that have fallen. Of course, the higher the pedestal, the bigger the fall. Mm -hmm. And it's heartbreaking. And I think for a moment, we can really be like, you know, I'm stunned at some of the things that I've read. Mm -hmm. And it's okay for me to feel this way. Yeah. I don't need to hide it under a rug. No. or try to make sense of it in my mind because there's no making sense of some of this <laughs> stuff. Um, and, it, and it's it's really shaken me. Yeah, me know. too. It's, it, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm embarrassed for the, for the, I'm, I mean, part of me is just embarrassed for the, the yoga community mm -hmm. that this has happened, that it's been allowed to happen, that people, that people have been afraid to speak up. Right. And, and I, there's more to just, you know, I mean, speaking up, how much courage is that? Oh, my gosh. Mm. It's it's crazy. Tons. It's, it's so, tons. of course, we would appreciate mm -hmm. these victims telling their stories. Right. And it's not really our job to believe them or not. No. Mm -mm. But, to, get, but to, to allow to, them. But to allow them to say it mm -hmm. and, then, and then support them in the way that they need mm -hmm. to be supported. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. So, I mean, as far as I know, we're good here at Santosha. Mm -hmm. No one's other mm -hmm. than the one thing I, it's just a, whatever. But it's just, if anyone here, if there's anything going on, I, you know, right. I, we need to know. Or even at another studio. It's, I mean, it, you right. know, we, we want to make sure that we can, you know, be compassionate to someone who's maybe having it in, in a, something inappropriate is happening to them at another yoga studio. You know, we, we want to be safe for them and that's know a, that we will, you know, assist them. That's a really good point because we do have a yoga community here, but mm -hmm. then there's 
yep. our region is a right. yoga community, right. our state is a mm -hmm. yoga community. So that's a really good, yeah. really good point. So do you have any suggestions? How would we, if somebody needed to report something, how would you encourage them to do that here at Santosha? I would, um, for, truthfully, first of all, I would ask them to write it all down. Write down what happened. Write down, you know, mm -hmm. I think the cops say write down a statement. Mm -hmm. And I think the comfort level of the person, some people may say, I don't want to go to the cops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, you have to respect that. Sure. But then the other part of me would say, okay, I'm not going to force you to go to the cops, but how about getting some help to help you process this, mm -hmm. to make you understand that it wasn't your fault right. and you aren't alone and it's okay to speak up. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if that just starts with, you know, the, a group of us sitting down mm -hmm. with this person in a non-judgmental way. Mm -hmm. We're really, really non-judgmental here oh, yeah, in so yeah. many different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, do you want to talk to your spouse about it? Does your spouse know? Does your partner know? Mm -hmm. You know, is there someone in your family that you feel comfortable with talking about? Mm -hmm. But I, I think, first of all, writing it, it's like journaling. Mm -hmm. Writing it down, getting it out of you yeah. to help you process it and yeah. then just help guide them to find a healthy way for them to process it. Maybe they never confront the person mm -hmm. that did it. Maybe they never go to the cops. Maybe it never ends up on, you know, Facebook or Instagram. Right. I, I can't force someone to put themselves in that situation, right. but at least to help them get it to a place where they can start to heal the mm -hmm. way they want to heal. Yeah. Right. And if they can't write it down, I think that they could definitely go to any of the teachers. And you oh. talk to us regularly with training, yeah. safety policies, things like that. And we can yep. talk about this with the rest of the staff. Yep. Um, at another studio that I've worked in, we kept Macomb County Assistant Program sheets at the front desk. So if anybody needed support, they needed help with rent or electricity, veteran services. Um, and so I can clean up my list and make sure that that's here at Santa. Yes, I mean, I know we've all got the Google, but mm -hmm. sometimes right. it's nice just to be able to go, you know, right here, we can call this person right now mm -hmm. without no, having to, Thank you, to do anything. So I think oh, that's a nice resource. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. A list of organizations and websites that can help with sexual violence or mm -hmm. any sort of abuse. Right. So that we can help our students in that yes. way. Yep. Yeah. So what's what's the takeaway? What's the takeaway from this? It's a it's a serious topic. We we debated whether or not mm -hmm. to, to bring it up, and then Penny said we have to bring in the heavy stuff, not yeah. just the not just yeah not just the the fun stuff. But right. so what's what what would be the takeaway from here? That we hope our students feel safe when they come here, mm -hmm. um, whether it's something that's happened to them recently or a long time ago. We are available to listen or mm -hmm. help them report. Mm -hmm. Um, that we recognize that this is happening in the yoga community and mm -hmm. it's not good. No, and it does it does break our hearts. I mean, this is something that we, you know, we are passionate about, not just, you know, as we talk about, not just the physical part of it, but, you know, the, the spiritual the spiritual part, the community, you know, the te all of it, the teaching. And, you know, when things like this happen, you just go, oh, you know, darn, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, you don't want the, something that you hold so dear to be tarnished. And well put, you know, you, you don't. And, you know, people go, well, you know, it's just, just, you know, shit happens. You know, well, no. You know, I mean, we need to be aware. You know, we need to 
And I think it could be easy for people to say, well, there's two sides to every story, and mm -hmm. if there's not been a conviction, well, um, kind of with the Me Too movement, with the, you know, you, you got to, I don't have to believe the victim to support a victim. Right. Yeah, we, we didn't if have somebody to... comes in with a story, I mean, sure. what else am I going to do? Right. But be compassionate. Right. My mom's my mom's of a generation. My mom's almost 95, so let's take that into consideration. So my mom's of a generation that um, we had this something a year or so ago with my mom, my sister-in-law, and I were talking, and it, it was part of this whole Me Too movement. And my mom, again, I love her. She's almost 95. Let's cut her some slack. She looked at my sister-in-law and I, and she said, well, the girl probably asked for it. <laughs> well, my sister-in-law and I. <laughs> and that was my mom's generation, though. Mm -hmm. That was my mom's generation. Yeah. What, you know, and as we explained to her nicely, mom, nobody asks for that. No. Nobody asks for that. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, and, and it was it was different. I mean, you know, back in the 50s and the 60s, you know, and even the 70s and the 80s, just, you know, working in an environment where, you know, 90% of the people in power were men. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, grew up in that. And I, you know, the whole madman mentality was very well and alive back in those days and very inappropriate. You know, sexual harassment was not a thing back in the day. I think it was the 80s when it started to come, you know, mm -hmm. to that. <clears throat> and, you know, you you see it, you do. You just you you see it in all all aspects. You know, yoga, you know, any mm -hmm. sort of any anywhere where there's anyone in authority. You know, that's that's a lot of places where it happens. You know, I'm a huge fan of the um, Turner Classic Movie Channel. All the old movies, black and whites. Big big fan, <laughs> big fan of it. And I was watching a movie recently that was from the 50s, mm -hmm. and it was an office environment, kind of like the Mad Manish, mm -hmm. and just the fact that these, this was the time the the bosses were groping the, the secretaries mm -hmm. and inappropriate behavior and you know it's it, like everyone was zooming everybody else mm -hmm. and the the secretaries knew that they were going to groped in the elevator yep. and it was like if that it's like watching that movie today it's like oh my gosh mm -hmm. we, it's not the fifties guys even though the stuff has been going on yeah forever. We have that, still not right, but we have that power and that right and that voice now to speak up and say, "Stop! Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take this shit anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm done." Yeah, and we have to back up, like Penny said, we have to back them up. We have to be there for them, mm -hmm. and then it's you know it's it's okay. It's okay not to get a physical. I mean, I've had I've received physical adjustments in classes from teachers that I respected, not here, that weren't sexual or sensual in any way, but it was like getting a chiropractic adjustment. And they were intense and crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and that's what I tell the, the you guys and the teacher trainees, it's like you adjusted Sally on a Tuesday in this really extreme extended side angle pose. And you don't know that Wednesday she fell down the steps and she didn't tell you. Mm -hmm. And she's hurting. And you go on Thursday and try to do the same adjustment for mm -hmm. her, guess what? Yeah. So we can't, we don't know... How many times have students filled out their, their waivers here? <laughs> and do you have any physical limitation? And then all new students, our policy here is we sit down with every new student. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. You've done yoga. Do you have any physical limitations? Mm -hmm. you got anything going on? Nope, nope, nope. I'm good. And you find out a quarter into class, oh, I have hip dysplasia. 
<laughs> I had a knee replacement. <laughs> oh, I'm pregnant. I forgot to tell you that. No. I'm in the hot yoga class and I'm pregnant. Yeah, I, to I know. You and you're like, oh my goodness. So the, we don't know what's we don't know what's going on mm -hmm. in the student. And for whatever reason, they didn't think it was important to tell us they had a knee replacement <laughs> or hip displeasure. They were pregnant in the mm -hmm. hot yoga class. Mm -hmm. So pulling back, just just yeah, respecting them, respecting respecting their space in every which way and form. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And even too, not just not just the teacher student, but student student. I mean, you know, if you're a student in a class and you feel like someone's being inappropriate mm -hmm. with you, good point. Please let us as teachers know. I mean, let us, you know, pull Teresa or, or any of us into the, say, "Hey, you got a second real quick and you know, we'll we'll step out. We'll step outside of the community area and we say, "Well, you know, that just really made me feel awkward and mm -hmm. You know, we want you to feel safe, regardless. We always want you to be safe. And again, I know I've said it already, there have been situations where students, not so much sexual or situations or inappropriate in that way, but there's been other situations where I've had to pull students aside, mm -hmm. body odor, um, things like that, mm -hmm. and a reeking of cigarette smoke, or now the new thing is weed, you know? <laughs> And it's, I've had to pull the students inside because I have to think what's... My first teacher said this to me when I said I was going to open up a studio. He said, always remember, do what's best for the community. Mm -hmm. The community includes me, my teachers, and the students. Mm -hmm. So if someone is uncomfortable here for another any other reason, let us know. I pull people aside that are... Mm -hmm. And again, I've lost students become of it because of this. But I have to do what's best for the group as a whole. I've lost teachers. I've let go of teachers because of this. But I've had to do what's best for the group as a whole. The sangha, the community. Yeah. Heavy stuff. That was heavy stuff. Needed to be said, though. Yeah. You know. I mean, and if you know, please do. I mean, and you know, you can email Teresa. You can email the studio. You know, if if you have a situation, mm -hmm. and if you don't feel comfortable maybe saying something in person, you can email the studio. You know, Teresa will answer your email really quickly. She answers emails. She's I'm one of those good. strange people. I know you are. Yeah. So you know, and you know, we we're here for you. Mm -hmm. We're here for you know you, whatever it is, and we want you know. And the more the more we know, and the more we understand, the better teachers we can be, and the better humans we can be as well. You know, we just. I highly recommend for any of you out there that are listening that are, are yoga teachers or running any type of training program, you really need to look into Donna Fahar's book. It's um, an amazing book. Teaching Yoga. Yeah. It, it's just, it, it just talks about a whole bunch of stuff that mm -hmm. needs to be said that's yeah. not said. Yeah, I gave that book to my son when he finished his teacher training mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And I said, this, you know, you need to, we had just gotten it here and we had read it and and I gave it to him, and he took it back to Chicago where he teaches, and he was like, oh, my God, Mom, that book helped me so much. Mm -hmm. And so now he recommends it, you know, to other yoga teachers mm -hmm. that he knows as well. It's just, mm -hmm. it's good, it's very good information in how the teacher-student relationship, how it, how the right boundaries. And most of it is common sense. Mm -hmm. Then again, you get to that point where you, you've, your ego's gotten so big or your power struggle's gotten so big mm -hmm. you've forgotten common sense yeah you know would you want would you want your mother sister wife to be treated in this way that you're exactly you know exactly the golden I mean, rule exactly i mean if you're you know i mean if you're excusing it for yourself think well what if i had a daughter 
mm-hmm. but I want this to happen to her mm-hmm. or a niece or something like that. I, and no, absolutely not. You know, we would all lose our mind if we knew something like something inappropriate, like what we've read about these other teachers mm-hmm. has happened to someone. You know, I mean, the reaction that we had was so visceral, you know, being so removed from it. But if it was, you know, us or someone we loved, you know, especially mm-hmm. someone that we loved, we would yeah. go right off the edge. So if anybody needs to talk or write us, we're available. Yep. Mm-hmm. If anybody has suggestions of things we can do in the studio that would make it a better, safer space, please mm-hmm. let us know. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions about, you know, we've got, we were very vague about <laughs> some of the cases with the teachers. Um, and if you have any questions that you need to discuss, or maybe you just want to commiserate and be, be sad with us, we're right there with you because mm-hmm. it, it does suck. Yeah, it does. It does, big time. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. We did good. I think we so. did. I, I think we so. got the point across without, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Big heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we all look. I'm looking around. And we I know all, we're all full. We're all look tired. <laughs> we're all tired. All right. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, Cindy. Love you Thank guys you. both. Love you too. Okay. Ciao, Bella. Till next time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. <laughs>